Hi, it's Kathy McCabe of the Joyful Purpose Podcast. In addition to giving you a great conversation every week with an amazing guest, I also want to give you a mini episode every week that's going to help you get unstuck, create more joy, find more meaning in your life, or just give you really good inspiration. Here's this week's mini episode. I hope you enjoy it. If you want more joy in your life or you want to find more meaning or if you're struggling with any kind of goal and you feel like you just can never reach it, I want to share something with you that I think will help you and give you really simple tools to help you get beyond that and help you find more joy in your life, more meaning if you want it, and also help you with any kind of goal you have. And it's self-compassion. I used to beat myself so much about everything, how I looked, how I acted at times. I was such a huge people pleaser. And there's nothing wrong with, of course, wanting to please the the ones we love. But for me, it was a constant need for approval, whether from bosses, colleagues, coworkers, friends. I was like always wanting them to like me. And it was really because I believe I didn't love myself enough that I always sought this approval. And what really helped me get over this need for approval so much is really having more compassion for myself. And I so believe that kindness and compassion towards ourselves can help change the world. As the Dalai Lama says, compassion is incomplete unless it includes yourself. So Before I give you the simple tools, I want to also point out, I love Christiana Wolf's definition around what's the difference between self-pity and self-compassion. Christiana Wolf is a medical doctor, and she's also a PhD. She's a meditation, meditation teacher, and she's got a great book about outsmarting your pain. But she talks about self-pity being a situation where there's no space to recognize someone else's suffering. So it's just all about you. And look, we all have pity parties. I certainly do and have. But I know for myself, when I stay in that pity party, I just feel worse. I feel like such a victim if I just sit and stay there. So of course, you know, when something happens, which seems really unfair, which by the way, happens to all of us, not fair. It's okay that we feel sorry for ourselves. It's okay. And I want to encourage you to allow yourself to feel, you know, upset and feel like it's unfair. But then I really invite you to take a moment to change that pity party, if you want, to having self-compassion towards yourself. And self-compassion, what's the difference between self-pity is self-compassion is we're acknowledging what's happening is hard, but We're acknowledging that like, it's not just you and we're going to treat ourselves how we would treat a good friend. So self-compassion is more universal and self-pity is more just about yourself. And Dr. Wolf also found that 80% of the population is more compassionate towards others than themselves. I also want to point out that when people are kind to themselves, they are so much more likely to reach their goal. There's a lot of research that supports that. I'll give you an example, too. It's like I really have tried to cut back on drinking alcohol, which I've done a pretty good job. 
But there were times where it was like, oh, I had two glasses of wine when I just wanted to have one. And I woke up the next day being like, why did I do that? I'm such an idiot. And really like beating myself up opposed to saying, you know what, Kathy? It's okay. It's okay I did it. It's not the end of the world. Just talking to myself differently, it helped me change everything. Because then that next day, instead of just this internal beating up, I was like, okay, I'm going to do something different today. And it really has been a game changer for me and so many goals. So I just want to point that out to you. Just when we're more compassionate to ourselves, we're kinder to ourselves. So I want to give you three small things. These are very small things to do around being kinder to yourself, more compassionate towards yourself. You could do this at any time of the day. I especially recommend the morning, but you could do it several times a day. They're very simple. Is number one, just become aware of how you're talking to yourself. So often we think we know how we're talking to ourselves. So one simple tool, very simple, is anything you're struggling with or feel bad about, take five minutes and write it down. Nobody has to read it except you. And just write down what you feel you're upset about or you're struggling maybe to lose that weight or whatever it is and you're not able to do it. Write it down and just notice if you have any statements like, this isn't fair or why me or I'm such an idiot or anything like that. Because when we become aware of our thoughts, that's the first step in helping us change them. And again, I thought like I should have done this and I didn't. Why didn't I do this? You know, that's a perfect example of taking a moment and say, you know, I did the best I could at the time. That's exercising self-compassion. All right, so the first step is to just acknowledge your thoughts, and maybe you know the thoughts already, which is great, and if you don't, take a moment to write them down. Two, very simple. What would you say to a friend in that moment? What would you say to the friend who is struggling to reach that goal and can't? Or a friend who feels like it's so not fair, whatever is happening to them. You might say, oh my gosh, that is so hard. That is so hard. I'm here for you. If you take that moment and say that to yourself, that is so hard, but I'm here for you, Kathy, Julie, Tom, whatever your name is, you feel differently. You acknowledge the hard piece of it, and you're giving yourself some kindness, which, again, is going to help you with everything. Then the third tip. Very simple. There's a lot of self-compassion meditations, which I love. Loving kindness meditations. I really love Jack Cornfield, a fantastic meditation teacher. And I'm not going to do his whole meditation. Um, or Tara Brock. She's fantastic. But if you just simply put your hand on your heart right now, anything you feel bad about or you're beating yourself up about, and just take a deep breath. By the way, most of us, including myself, don't take time to deep breathe deeply, which is so good for our whole nervous system. And just then say to yourself, may I be happy? May I be well? May I be free from inner and outer suffering? May I be at peace? Again, just take a moment to say to yourself, may I be happy? May I be well? May I be free from inner and outer suffering? 
may I be at peace. And if you just take that time to say those things to yourself and or to talk to yourself as a good friend, you're going to go through your day with a lot more ability to find joy. And also, you're going to go out your day being a lot kinder, not only to yourselves, but to others around you. And that is a beautiful thing. So I really hope this mini episode helped you. I'd love to hear from you. And if you like this episode and you like my other episodes, I really would appreciate you taking the time to do a review and to share this with a friend. All right. Have an awesome day. And if you feel stuck or burned out or you feel guilty or you just want different results than you're getting in any area of your life, check out my Mindset Makeover Women's Group. It's a powerful four-week program to create an unstoppable mindset for any goal. I'm starting it towards the end of May, early June. I'm going to have two different groups. Check it out. The link will be in the comments and up on my website. And I hope to see you there.